It's time for faith and life to connect. I first go before God, working on who and what I am before Him and what He's calling me to be as a husband. Where our Christian walk meets our day-to-day life. Dealing with that baggage can mean anything from delaying the marriage to dealing with the baggage. For sure. And where it's okay to laugh a little. Meaningless days, I look at. <laughs> I'm looking at meaningless days and live happily with the woman you love, and I'm trying to figure out how they wind up in the same set. <laughs> We're not saying that the marriage is meaningless. Heaven forbid we say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. This is The Session with Tom Russell from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries. What triggers your potential spouse? And that you guys both agree, yeah, they are triggers, and it is, as we grow, something we have to work through. But we're going to give you sort of the grace and space to do that. It is time to connect faith and life and Tom and Scott (laughs) and you. That's right, together. This is the session on the new Shine FM and on the podcast network at shinefmohio.com. Good morning. So we don't want you to get too stressed out today, so we're going to help you. That's right. We're going to talk about stress today. May is Mental Health Month. Right. And we want to try to spend some time here over the next couple of weeks just looking at this list. I'm kind of pretty sure we're not going to get through this in one sitting. That's true, Scott, but don't worry about it. (laughs) I'll try not to stress over it. (laughs) All right. Before we dive into all of this, we want to dive into God's Word where we can get relief from stress. Out of Philippians 4, 6, and 7, we listen to what Paul has to say. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So the peace of God is related to us giving him our anxieties and our stresses and our worries. I I like that he doesn't just say, don't be anxious about anything. Right. And that doesn't give us the next verse. Right. You know, I like that he says, don't be anxious about anything. Give it to God and the peace of God. He gives you the what will happen if you do that. That's right. And and that should be encouraging for us. Right. Absolutely. All right. So as we dive into stress, anxiety, worry, whatever word you'd like to put it on that applies to you best, it is probably best if we define worry before we even dive in, Tom. Well, let's do that. Worry is to think about problems or fears to feel or show fear and concern because you think that something bad has happened or could happen and And then you have something really underlined in bold print here this is really important i was worried i would forget you you were afraid you'd forget it yeah worry feeds stress and stress is as we all know the body's reaction to what the mind is thinking very good scott (laughs) awesome I, I just had to impress you that I remembered it yes, one more time. I am. That, well, we should celebrate. <laughs> Definitely. Let's share some other comments because you shared some things with me earlier this morning that I think are important for people to hear uh, that some, some key people we all know have said about worry. The first one coming from Francis Chan. Right. And he says, worry implies that we don't quite trust God is big enough. Wow. We worry, and we're basically thinking God is not big enough to handle this. When, if you've watched a VeggieTales video at at all, you know that God is bigger than the boogeyman. Okay, there. Well, I feel more comfortable now. Yes, everybody should. 
Sorry, that's a little peek into what's coming in the vault on the oldie segment on Beyond Belief in a couple of weeks. There we go. Yeah, okay. VeggieTales segment. Anyway, uh, the other one, I think Max Locato had something good to say, too, here. Well, and Scott, no one can pray and worry at the same time. That's what Max Locato said. Yeah, what he's right. It's true. No one can pray and worry at the same time. So if worry shows up on our minds... It should be like a warning signal that we are not praying about it. Then Corey Tenboom said, "She said, why don't, you te- why don't you tell me what Corey Tenboom said, Tom?" <laughs> While we're at it, Scott, don't worry about it. I'll be glad to tell you what she said. Oh, oh. boy, we've got too much written on this sheet, don't we? Uh, yeah, that's right. Worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. So when we worry, we don't have the strength that we would have if we were praying and trusting God in whatever that situation is. And then we can also look to Scripture yes. at what Jesus said about worry. There. Which of you, by worrying, are going to add one cubit to your stature? That's true. Some of us could be <laughs> Some of us who are shorter than others, would. that'd be a problem. Yes, but we have strength when we pray because it's a fallen and damaged world and we're human there are going to be times when we worry but when we do we should recognize that as a warning signal that oh yeah i'm going to pray about this and the enemy is not going to like that but that's okay he's defeated right so part of living in the victory of the cross is that we go to the strength from the cross when jesus rose again and defeated him so that we can call upon our God to take care of those things that are worries to us. Let's kind of get practical here, Tom. All right. I'll be practical petunia here. (laughs) Why do people get stressed? Scott, what's a petunia? (laughs) That's the flower you've never been able to grow alongside the driveway. (laughs) (laughs) I probably take the weed eater to it, (laughs) thinking it's a weed. There have probably been more church business meeting fights over petunias than just about anything else other than carpet. Anyway. All right. That's another thing for another time. Why do people get stressed? Well, Scott, people get stressed because of work. Not not at Heritage. We have no... No stress. (laughs) Stress. Nobody worries about anything. Um, Finances, without question. Absolutely. Health. People definitely get stressed about their health. But yep. what's interesting is that they're feeding the negative cycle, the, the tailspin. The more you worry about your health, the worse your health gets, the more you worry about the and the cycle just you tailspin. How about if we also look at relationships? They can stress you. Oh, any look at any teenage boy or girl and you're gonna see stress about relationships. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh poor nutrition. If we're not putting gas in the tank, we are going to have an issue. Or if you're not putting the right gas in the tank. That's true. Yeah. Or the wrong gas is definitely. Yeah, yeah you're you, right. You put diesel in a car meant for unleaded, you got a problem. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> and media overload. Oh, for heaven's sakes, just turn on. Oh, we, we'll be polite here. The news. There's some other <laughs> adjectives that would describe it. Yeah, we have we we could add some descriptors to some of our news networks, and no, that probably wouldn't be a good thing. Yeah, you're right. It that does because it it seems like the the media itself right now seems right. to want to feed stress on our lives. Right, they're doing a great job of it. 
by, by the things that they talk about and don't talk about. That's very stressful. So even considering work, half a dozen variables factor into to stress. The workload, when we think about salary, you know, that, that uh, I'm doing all this work, they expect me to come in overtime and yet I'm salaried and I'm not getting paid for this. Those kind of things absolutely um, stress people out. There are some companies that we have had uh, as clients, some of their the employees, it's really interesting, the workload. What I would hear is, well, yeah, we downsized. and We, we got rid of three people in our department, so the, other, the two of us have taken on the workload that they had. I'm hearing that from friends that are in uh, the insurance industry, that there's a lot of downsizing going on. The workload is still there. Yeah. There's just fewer people to do it. And, the, you know, the whole working from home thing is probably contributing to that as well. I, my wife's been at home for over 14 months now. Well, and how she feel about it? She's enough of an introvert that she's okay with it, uh-huh. but she's also stressing over knowing that come June 1st, they're going back into work hybrid. Couple days on, couple days at home, couple days on, couple okay. days at home. And she's kind of worried about what she's going to find when she finally gets into that newly remodeled office with a new employees that have hired in that she hasn't really gotten to know yet uh-huh. and how all of that is going to come together. Well, and that's true because of COVID, we haven't been able to do the team building at Heritage that we normally would do. And, and meanwhile, we added Shelby, and, and we also added a new office manager in Ashland to assist the full-time one. So, And then we brought on several people in Mansfield. So we are thinking about maybe this summer when we're able to get together, we're going to do a cookout, but everybody's going to have to have name tags on. <laughs> Hello, my name is. Yeah, because we want that team building and, and the, the, the connectedness. But we have been scattered. I mean, a lot of our communication, and rather than staff meetings, have been group thread uh, texts. Zoom calls. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. The vice president, my wife, has done the reminder texts because... The person who is doing it full-time, regular part of her job, is on vacation. Well, my wife has a great appreciation for, <laughs> for that person and, wh- and what she does because it's it's not always easy. Right, yeah. right. So all of this is coming together to cause all kinds of stress on our lives. And you mentioned, you know, the work, the variables that are happening, especially now at work. You know, look at salaries and the workload the growth opportunities can you get somewhere from here right the different demands you'll have maybe you've got a couple of bosses and that's happened to me i've actually had i have been on the phone with mark the owner of shine fm and at the same time i'm getting a text from angie right telling me i need to be doing something and i've got mark on the phone and i'm like would you two come on (laughs) let's all come down the hall together (laughs) let's see if we can work this out and then a lack of support you know this whole time with covid i'm sure there are a lot of people that are just feeling like i'm out here on an island with my job right yeah and they're they're alone and they can't they're, they're not getting the help that they want 
Although some people tend to like it. You know, our, our daughter down in Texas, she's been working out of home and, and she really likes it. She's so I can go to work in my BJs if I want. Yeah. 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 But it, there's some things that are good, but it still is is a stress wondering, you know, how long, like you said, your wife, how long is this going to go on and when when am I going to have to go back? And they may feel similar to what teachers feel about the 1st of August. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you here at MCS, it has been a joy this year to be in person. Uh-huh. We have done very little remoting at all. We did right. a little bit during first semester, but the rest of the time we've been here. And I know the kids have appreciated it. The parents have loved it because the kids right. get out of the house and they get in front of teachers again mm-hmm. you know so that's it's been something we've really tried hard to do here let's put a spiritual twist on stress tom okay let's kind of approach this from the spiritual side i put an arrow next to this one because i wanted to kind of land here for a minute okay you know we talked about what max locato said and francis chan saying that worry basically is because we don't think god's big enough right how often do we pray about the factors in my life causing stress. I believe it was Paul that said we should pray without ceasing. Yep. That doesn't mean that we're going to spend the day on our knees next to our bed and not work and life being interrupted. It's more so like a filter that we perceive life through. As I'm perceiving life, I should be praying regularly. Well, those stressors that we have, we want to be praying about. But what I found is is interesting is that you can be too close to the forest at times to see the trees. You might all of a sudden realize, oh my goodness, I've I've been worried and and stressed over this and and I haven't been praying. Well, that becomes really important. And particularly, I've realized it it, at the helm of heritage. There are times when I'm stressed about something and I'm thinking, why aren't I praying about that? Mm Mm-hmm. It just, it sneaks up on you. I think the key is that when it sneaks up on us, we don't get prideful and, and stubborn and go, I'm going to keep on plugging through this. No, oh God, I give it to you. What is your will here? Speak in my heart, anoint my thinking, renew my mind, as Paul said, so that this is about you and we can glorify you in this situation. I have found myself recently confessing the sin of busyness okay that i realize i'm i have become so busy or let myself be so busy that i've realized i haven't prayed over something yeah and then i'm sitting at my desk stressed over it okay that kind of thing that's been a frequent thing here for me in the last few weeks especially with with my granddaughter being in the hospital and everything well and it definitely has you preoccupied absolutely yeah so it's it's not like you're necessarily hitting on all cylinders at that moment no and so the likelihood is that that's something you might miss i think because it's a fallen and damaged world we are going to miss those times we are going to find those times when we're stressed the key is when we do what do we do about it right it's it's the response to it and are we willing to trust god with our work with our finances with our health with our relationships and that's something you know if you've got kids at home especially in those junior high years when, right. when when the girls are finding out boys don't have cooties and the boys are finding out the girls really are okay, <laughs> that, you know, having that conversation with your kids about, you know, trust God with your relationship and, and allowing the Holy Spirit to give you a catch 
a little, I don't know what, a little hiccup in your spirit if a relationship is a right to run from it. That's probably a good thing. So at times then that kind of stress may not necessarily be bad or that, that concern or worry. It's, it's a, an enlightenment, maybe. Yeah, see, I don't consider that a stress. If the Holy Spirit's telling me something, I don't think, I don't see that as a worry. I see that as almost a light bulb moment. That's it's good. It's kind of a ding, hold mm-hmm. on. And that he can lay something on our hearts. I agree. Yesterday, I, I really felt that way in the session with a particular patient, that, you know what, the Lord was really speaking to me to say something here about this, and I did. How'd the patient react? She actually received it. That was good. It was. It, it's very encouraging when those things happen. Relationships, health, finances, do we trust our God with them? Mm-hmm. Here's one of the places in those areas that, that sometimes I hear, I pray about it, it doesn't go away. I pray about it, it doesn't change. Well, the enemy is trying to deceive us into thinking those kinds of things. I prayed about it. The problem is still there. It didn't go away. Well, right. It when the disciples called on on Jesus in the storm, the storm was still going on. It wasn't until Jesus calmed the storm. But what if they hadn't turned to him? We wouldn't have that story. Yes, right. <laughs> That's right. It would not have turned out that well for the disciples no. either. We wouldn't have had them either. <laughs> Yeah, there's one more thing I want to talk about today before we wrap this up, Tom. Uh, okay. Sometimes, you know, I think about stress at work over the years, and I think it's only really affecting me. Mm-hmm. But then I take that stress home. Mm-hmm. And let's talk for a little bit about the the impact that stress has on those around us at home. Well, and that's really important. So one, we want to be aware of if we are stressed about something, it does have an impact on them. Our loved ones will look at us thinking, what's going on here? What is wrong with you? Yes. And so we can be more irritable. We can be more disconnected, distant, because we are so preoccupied with what's got us stressed out. So help for the loved ones could be so here we've got the one who's stressed, and the stress is hitting some of the loved ones. Well, the loved ones might want to say to the person with the stress, observations, it appears, something's going on. Looks like something's going on, honey. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. So now we've gently approached it and maybe given them an opportunity to talk about it. Well, the two biggest pieces or fundamentals there, I believe, are... We hear it, and we care about it, and that's it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you solve it. We we don't always have to go into guy fix it mode, right? Immediately. Well, yeah, guy fix it mode is really good for our business, Scott. It's, <laughs> <laughs> fix him. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Tom, I know we we have a long way to go here. We we barely made it to the halfway point of page one. We've still got seven ways Christians should deal with stress and anxiety to go through. Right. We are not going to get there today. No, huh? So we will continue this next week. And in the meantime, if we have touched a thread, perhaps with you, and there is some. Uh, a stress that you have tried to deal with, you feel like you've prayed about it, you feel like you've taken it to God, 
but it's just not going away and you're still fighting and struggling with this you know it may be sitting down with a christian counselor can be beneficial and it is now time for tom's pop quiz <laughs> if someone wants to reach you to chat tom where can they find you in mansfield i can't be found scott no. <laughs> <laughs> unless you've got a phone on a golf course yeah don't worry about no. it here it is um in, in mansfield 419-526 Five five two three, and in Ashland that number is is four one nine four nine six zero 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 seven. You're getting better at that. Hey, and the new number in Shelby it is five six seven. You sure about that? Yeah, five six seven eight four four zero zero. All right. And the new website for you to check out Heritage at is heritagechristiancounselingministries.com. We will talk more about stress and worry next time on the session and on the podcast network at shinefmohio.com.